I'm Hannah Hermanson, and you're listening to The Feminine Marketing Show, the place where you can learn all about nailing your marketing strategy and growing your business in a fun, fresh, and feminine way. As the CEO of The Feminine Marketing Boutique and an expert vacationer, I'm here to let you in on how to align your marketing strategy with the vision of your highest queen self. You know, the one who manifests high vibe clients easily and prioritizes pleasure and play. Stop chasing and start attracting. It's the feminine principle that's missing from your marketing. And if you wanna play the energy game with us, I'll be here every week with my best advice, trainings, and mindset shifts so you can grow your business with ease, integrity, and so much joy. Tara, transformation Tara. You know, I truly think that, no, I know for myself that the biggest transformations have come for me when I have invested. And I still remember so well the first coach that I talked to who sold me on a program or told me that it was a high ticket program. And ever since I made that decision, I mean, my life has just completely evolved. And I also agree with you that sales is transformation. But how did you get here? How did you become a lover of sales and, you know, making it your own? What's your story, your love affair with sales? Sure. I mean, it starts a long time ago because I was born into a long line of salesmen and women in a real estate business uh, that was my grandfather. So just always being surrounded and that type of uh, discussion and a mentality that was Mm -hmm. really positive around sales, really um, always looking to help the community. And our business, our family business was actually called Nolan Sales, my last name, Nolan. And it's still around today. And my dad operates it with his brothers, my uncles. But then I went into, I I was actually once going to law school and decided not to. And I remember my grandfather saying, "Um, don't worry if you don't want to go to law school, you come from salesmen and sales will always be there for you. And it it was funny because it was absolutely a natural fit because I love people and sales is really just making, I, I don't see it as this dirty word. Like so many people see it as I see it as something just awesome because I've always like, I have loved it. I, I got into corporate then and sales, you know, that sales is what brings in revenue. Revenue is what keeps a business alive. It is the heartbeat of the company. So I felt like the sales force, we were the most important people in the company because we're the ones bringing in the money. And I had so much fun in my career in corporate, actually. I mean, I thought, you're kidding me. People pay me for this. I just go out all day and run around and connect with people. And since I was young in school, the I was a, a, t- a top student, but I was always in trouble for being too social. So, so socializing became my career Mm -hmm. and it just, and being a transformation coach today, I mean, it's like, are you kidding me? I get to take women into having more fulfilled lives. And so sales is just enrolling them into taking that step. That's going to make this major difference, you know, and transform their lives forever. Yeah. 
Ooh, I just got like triggered in the most r- amazing way because I just remembered oh, the only detention I have is for laughing. Like I had like uncontrollable laughing in seventh grade health and I had to go, like I got in trouble for just <laughs> like being, and now I know like I, I have that gift. And so this idea that you just got to run around and connect and socialize. Did you go to law school though, because you no. didn't think sales was for you or at some point did you feel? No, I chose, I was, I thought I was going to, law school and I did well on the LSATs and all of this. And I just, and I looked at a bunch of law schools and I just kept not applying. Uh, Finally, as a senior in college, I started thinking, wow, Tara, mm -hmm. the reason you're not applying is because deep down you don't want to go. I just want to highlight this like moment of my life at 21 years of age because it is the work I do today at almost 50 years of age, leading women to find their purpose. We spend so much of our lives lying to ourselves about what we want to do because it's what we think we should do or the path we're already on or what other people want for us. You know, family expectations and societal norms drive our behaviors. And what I'm really passionate about is guiding women and entrepreneurs, heart-centered coaches into like connecting with that deep purpose within and what lights you up from the authentic self. And that is where like happiness therein lies. Like that's how you find what in, I'm, I also did decades of yoga study around the world. So using, that's what brings you to this level of samadhi, samadhi meaning bliss or enlightenment, but it can only be found happiness, um, and even your purpose, it can only be connected to in your authentic self, which is where the soul resides, like in mm-hmm. a soul. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I, I still practice yoga every day, but I haven't continued my teacher training because much like you, I realized how much fun it is to be in the sales and marketing department. <laughs> and yeah. this work of, you know, how do we create the money and support the product and bring the lifeblood into the business. Um, I'm just feeling so connected with you and your story and the places that you've been, not just because you're from Wisconsin as I am as well. Um, but I think we have very similar interests and so you move into sales, but you think of it as connecting and socializing. And one of the big questions that a lot of our clients face when it comes to sales conversations at this stage in their business is A, how can this be easy? And often that means how do I shift out of like one-on-one conversations into like one-to-many sales conversations? But two, it also means how can this come from more of a place of alignment and not feeling like I'm convincing or following a script, but still selling. So talk us through your heart-centered sales approach. First, just from like, energetically or mindset wise, how do you approach sales in your okay. business now? Mm-hmm. There's so much to unpack in what you just totally. said. Totally. So start there, mindset. And then I want to get into like strategy and yeah. yeah. This is mindset, but you said that I think of sales as connecting and socializing. And I, I wanted to like almost like dive in right there and stop because I really always thought of sales as helping like, this is my way to come in and really listen to the business. I used to sell um, B2B and I would listen to the business about what their needs are, where they're at now and where they want to go and see if my corporate uh, financing and marketing solution 
would make the difference for them. If it was really going to help their dreams come true. I worked with restaurant owners, so they were so much fun. Restaurant owners are creative and they're much like us as um, entrepreneurs and um, coaches because they put like everything into what they do. Like they, you know, invest at a deep level and they take a lot of risks and they, um, they're, like heart and soul's dreams are tied up in their business. So I genuinely went in and wanted to listen and say, can I help you to make your dreams come true? Now this was, you know, in 15 years in corporate. And today I do the same work in a, with a completely different audience. Today I'm helping, you know, women, spiritual entrepreneurs, uh, women on a path for purpose and heart-centered coaches. And it's really, again, to say, can I help you to make your dreams come true? That's what sales is. Mm -hmm. And then, yes, I have to be that person that's the strong enough woman to stand up to strong women to say, where are you getting in your own way and stopping yourself due to a fear of investing? Because others will only invest in you to the level that you believe in investing in yourself. And that, that is genuine. So anyone listening, you, any entrepreneurs out there, like it starts with investing in yourself and believing in the process of investing because if you're out there faking it and you don't really believe it, like people can tell. Mm -hmm. Prospective clients can tell. So I think the mindset around sales for me is very sincerely that I want to help people live their dream lives. Yeah. Yeah. And full circles, what I was sharing at the beginning of just like being on the receiving end of sales and knowing it, that is the transformation, that decision, that commitment, that level up, that energetic exchange. And so many of our clients and people who listen, they've seen that. They know that their vibe attracts their tribe. They've worked with clients from scarcity. They've worked with clients from abundance. They definitely see that. And I'm curious your thoughts on this, Tara. Because at this point in my business, it is all about listening in that sales conversation and thinking about, can I help them achieve that dream outcome? And a shift that I've made this year is to actually listen for disqualifications and listen for things that might not make me that right solution. You mentioned when you were doing B2B, you were just curious, you were thinking, you know, is this product actually going to help them? What do you think about listening for disqualifying cues in sales conversations? Well, it's it's similar to what I do. I listen to what do they really want? And I think there is zero reason to make an offer that doesn't align with what they really want. So if you're coming in saying, no, become an entrepreneur. And they're like, no, I'm just trying to you know, make it work with my husband. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Or I'm, I really love my professional life in corporate. And I'm thinking, how can I shift things to have more balance? Then don't try to sell them a program about entrepreneurship, or they're really not ready to invest yet. You know, for some reason, they're continually holding themselves back. So I think you just have a different way of, of like, you know, saying it, which is, which is brilliant. I love, you know, looking for disqualifications, but I, I personally just describe it as really tuning in and listening between the lines, you know, between their words, like, what is this really about? So I am tuning into where their mindset's at, if they're ready. Um, it's, 
it, it's so much about building the relationship and the rapport. It's always been that way for me. Mm-hmm. If I could backtrack one second, you asked about my history and I didn't go on to explain that because I think there were a lot of questions running around. And I do believe I had this naturally come to me. When I was in corporate, I was actually the number one salesperson in North America and my company for years running. And this was out of Milwaukee and Chicago, which is crazy because big restaurant cities would have been New York or San Francisco, even New Orleans or something, you know, known for food, Vegas, whatever. And I was, you know, out of Canada, um, they would send, they sent me to go save Alaska one time. And then they hired a training program and they had, um, an outside company come and ride with me for three days. And they, he would actually record, I still know him. He recorded everything I said to, uh, prospective clients for three days. So I was like, are you kidding me? So there was a way, but it was so funny because it doesn't come natural to people. And I think when you get in the frame of mind of really connecting and being and helping, it is more natural. It's when you're trying to go by a certain script that doesn't align for you. It's when you're trying to do what a company says or what other coaches have told you to do, that it doesn't feel that same genuine or, you know, in alignment with your authentic self. Mm. But when you really know that if this person is your ideal client, like if you really know you can help them and if they don't take that step forward, it's a tragedy, then you have to be willing to fight for them. And that's where some might call it high pressured sales or some might say it's pushy or it's this or that. I don't feel that way. I don't wanna push anyone, but I think there's a, a difference in calling them forward and not backing down for them out of love. Just like when you coach someone, You're not there to be their friend. You're there to take them places they wouldn't go on their own. And sometimes it's going to hurt. And I had that with the client this morning. And I said, let's talk about this. You're feeling triggered. This is the biggest opportunity for transformation and change. When you recognize where does that trigger come from? And that's going, that should actually happen at times in sales calls. And I think too many people especially women, if I could say, because we want to be kind and people pleasing and wonderful. And I think so, so many times women are really um, apprehensive to hold that line, you know, Mm -hmm. to really hold that strength. And even if it is uncomfortable for the other person, but that's what it takes to get them to do something they wouldn't do on their own. You're doing something you wouldn't do on your own. It's uncomfortable. And you get to be that guide. So even as a coach or in a sales conversation, enrollment conversation, whatever you want to call it, strategy call, breakthrough session, discovery session, we all have names for it to make it not sound like a sales call. (laughs) And I'm like, it's a sales conversation. Let's just embrace that. (laughs) But sales is service. Mm -hmm. So you have to be there ready to say, you know, this is your time to take a step that you've not taken before, even when it's scary. Feminine principles, masculine structure. It's the reason our feminine marketing boutique clients have fallen in love with their long-term marketing strategies. And it's also why they're attracting so many high vibe, hell yes clients. If you wanna learn how to create an annual marketing strategy for your business and ditch all the resistance to finally getting a plan in place, 
Grab our free one-hour training, Radiant Vision. Map out your big picture marketing strategy. We'll show you how to put all the right marketing tiers in place so that you can create a cohesive funnel that keeps your community engaged and inspired to take action. So stop creating more content and coming up with new programs without a plan and start mapping out a big picture strategy that will help you focus your time and energy on all the right things. Yeah. And so much of what you're saying, I can just see how it's doused in feminine energy. So I would imagine those people followed you around because you were exuding a different vibration, right? You were having these conversations and words were coming to you that fit the script or worked for sales or maybe followed the formula. But I just can tell that you terrify things (laughs) and not terrify, which I didn't know yeah. sound like that when I said it out loud. My copywriting brain, it worked in text. In a good way. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that, you know, you being so um, committed to like what works in sales and knowing that there's going to be discomfort and we need to hold the frame or we need to, you know, be that advocate for people. And yet coming from that place of caring, like genuinely wanting people to be in, be in that love bubble, right? Like it's from from love. love. Like you said, it is from love. My clients then and my clients now trust me. And I don't want to work with people who don't. And that makes all the difference. You have to gain their trust. And if you're like selling someone in the negative sense of sales that you can, you know, again, you can tell, and it doesn't, they're not going to trust you, but when you really step in and care Mm -hmm. and say, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do what it takes it, but you've got to do your part. Then there's a there's a different level of trust, and I I think that's what's lacking. I think that's what a lot of the entrepreneurs and coaches who have struggles or want to go to the next level. I think that is that is lacking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So often we talk about how there's a gap between good marketers and good coaches because I think it's very different languages. The language you speak to someone before they give you their credit card versus when they're in your coaching container, they're just different languages. You're having a different experience. So what would you say are the differences in your way of being on sales calls versus coaching calls? Um, I don't think it is that much different. I stay in my way of being and I coach people to connect. I coach people to transform their way of being. They may come to me to transform their business, to make more money. They come to me to start a business, to know their purpose, understand how to build that structure, how to learn this, you know, set up a strategy and have sales. But it, or they may come to me because they just want to really change their life. And Either way, I'm really like a strong force that's here guiding them to take steps that they really ultimately want. That's sales and that's coaching. Um, I don't do a lot of sales calls anymore. I do sometimes or I sit down like yesterday, I sat down with someone, had a conversation. She'd been to some of my events um, and she happened to be in the neighborhood. So she asked to meet for coffee. So I did that and I still went through the framework and it's the same framework that I use when I'm selling to many versus one, which is something you referred to earlier. So I do that in on a, online or in-person um, events and public speaking. And I don't care if you're on a sales call in an online event, if you have one person in front of you, 50 people or 500 people in front of you. And if you're selling marketing, restaurant financing, or you know, heart-centered coaching, like whatever it is you're selling, I don't care if you're selling a car, it's the same process. It's always the same process. And it's really simple. Yeah. Would you like to hear it? 
Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> the same process is that you're first of all building a connection, a genuine connection with someone. And then it moves into like, where are you at now? And where do you want to go? Always. Where are you at now? Where do you want to go? What's the dream? But you have to get them comfortable enough with you to share what the dream is. And in sharing the dream, you therefore reveal the problem. So all of business is problem solution, right? I mean, there's, it could be a problem that I don't have a car or I need a new car. The solution is finding the right car for the right price. So it's in sales or in um, coaching, it could be that, you know, I have a dream to have a business and right now I don't know where to start. So you're uncovering the problems as you look to the dream uh, ideal vision. And that's all it is. And then you genuinely figure out, are you the person or is your program or whatever it is that you're offering, is it a, whether it's a marketing program or a coaching program, is that what this prospect, prospective client needs in order to close the gap? Can you really genuinely provide them what they need to get to their ideal vision and therefore resolve their problems? And if the answer is yes, then you just have to find out what's standing in their way. Mm -hmm. Are they ready now? Mm -hmm. And with your coaching programs, once you've identified that sort of gap and dream, dream outcome, do you, and I guess, yeah, this is different because I also want to ask you about selling to groups and how that works for you. Um, But what's your take on like a pitch? Right. So like once you've identified they have this problem, you know how to solve it. How do you approach explaining your program or pitching? What is that? I don't like for you. Any pitch. Sorry, my dog barked. Uh, You said that might happen. You manifested that. (laughs) The dog bark. Um, I don't make any pitch, so to speak, um, unless I have answered three magic questions and I help them to answer that for themselves. So they have to. no, is, are they committed? How committed are they? On a scale of one to 10, I have them, they have to be mm-hmm. 10 or I can't work with them because I only want to get results. And right, we only want to work with people we can really provide results for because we want winning clients. And that only, I'm only successful if they're successful. So I want people that are a 10 out of 10 and they're only willing to invest when they are. And then I ask them, you know, if the time is now because they have to be ready, not, not getting ready to be ready, but they have to be ready. And Then I ask them, can they do this alone? So they need to be coachable because again, no matter how strong of a coach you are, you can't do it for them. You can't want it more than they want it. And if they come into your program, for example, and they don't do anything you tell them to do, they're not going to get the results. And that happens. Mm -hmm. They have to say, I can't do it alone. It's going to take a long time. I know I need some support because then they're ready to admit, yes, strong women are stronger together. We, you know, we make more of a difference when we, when we help one another. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful. Getting the answers to number one, are you committed? 10 out of 10. Number two is now the time. And number three, can you do it alone? That's those, to me, that's like the disqualifying energy of like, let's just make sure that you are that A player, that world-class client that we want here. I think that's those are great takeaways for folks. So let's talk about the opportunity to 
get in the receptive mode and not be looking for the next one client or having those one-on-one go, you know, I used to have a sales coach who would say, go for no, play the numbers game. It's just a numbers game. And now that I'm committed to running this business from a more feminine approach, I'm more interested in, like I said, disqualifying or just making sure I'm talking to the right individuals but also enrolling groups or speaking to many people at once. And I'll tell you, Tara, the way that we do this is by having evergreen mechanisms so that people can come into our world every day. They can watch our content every day. They can fill out an application every day. And it's like on autopilot. So that makes that feels like I have groups of people because there's volume moving through our funnels. What does that mean to you, though, to be able to shift out of the, you said those one-on-one sales conversations. What does it look like for you and your business now? Either either way, if it's one-on-one or if it's group, it's not about me. It's about them. And it's about people like, and you were just asking, you know, how I do a pitch if I share what's all in my program. People actually don't care about what's in your program. They care, will it work for them? They really want to know, will they get the result they want? And if there is a hesitation, it's typically on belief in themselves. So that's where you want to actually coach them through it and say, you know, can you do it? Are you ready for this? Are you going to do anything with it? So they can get the result they're looking for from the program. And I call people out on that very clearly. Say you're not worried about, you don't need to know what day and time this call is. Well, sure, I do. I need to know if I can make it. That's kind of all BS. That's kind of all just because you'll figure it out. That's kind of all all like hesitation. So I think think what you're starting to ask about now isn't as much in the sales process, in my opinion, as much as it is in getting leads. So you need to get leads in order to have the sales conversations or calls um, and that to me then starts to tie into marketing and how you have, you know, evergreen programs probably like this, where people can really get to know you because there is in sales, the no like, and trust factor. So yes, we do offer free masterclasses and we have quarterly workshops and we have different content that people can utilize so they can get to know, like, and trust um, and see whether this, you know, my mastermind is the right uh, fit for them or not mm-hmm. demonstrations to to groups i mean i group all of that into this idea of like you're demonstrating your magic and people can opt in and have it feel like it's their idea and they're asking for more information that's what i was getting to and just like what's what's working for you in in marketing and getting those sales going and it sounds like your webinars and your retreats and those like demonstrations another very feminine approach to lead generation like you said. So any final pieces of advice for women who are committed to finding a way, leaning into heart-centered sales? Final thoughts. You can't fail if you never stop trying. So I think so many entrepreneurs you know, are going to be exhausted at some point, are going to be frustrated, are going to feel like I'm not good enough. And really, every time that comes up, it's just an opportunity to learn the lessons, 
and to continue to stay in your craft, in your purpose, because you were guided here for a reason. Now you're being guided to learn something new so you can get a new result. In order to get a new result, you have to do something different. So rather than looking at you know, what went wrong, I would look at what's going right and look at who can help you to get more of what's right. Brilliant. Yeah. What's working, double down. And I love the like, who can help? I think that's a very important question for us to be asking, especially if we've come to this point in business. It's oftentimes not about like, what do I need to learn or who do I need to become? It's about the right people around you. Yeah. Yes. Stop trying to figure it out, mm-hmm. but you can anyway, right? <laughs> you never will. Like no matter what level you're at, there's going to be more to figure out. So we spend our whole lives trying to figure it out. And it can be like, even in our relationships and in other, you know, figure out life. It's like, re- that gets you in the receptive mode. Just release that heaviness of that pusher, that masculine energy. You have to figure this out. You have to do, do, do. Instead, like release that. Just say, okay, what kind of support am I up for next? Because we are on a lifelong learning journey. So to continue to be in the receptive mode means to be open to learning more. And that will also mean spirit or the universe will be here to support you when you are on the path you're meant to be on. Yes, yes. And for those of us who are resonating with Tara and are thinking, maybe she's the right next person to help me, you know, hone sales or really just get into alignment with our purpose so that yes, we can sell, but also we can show up in the way that we're just in that naturally receptive mode. You know, Tara does regularly host masterclasses and opportunities for you to come in. We'll make sure that um, the newest or the latest um, events are linked. Um, But yeah, maybe it would be nice for you to tell folks the best place to connect with you while we're here. Transformationterra.com is my website. And of course I'm active as transformation.terra on Instagram, as well as on Facebook, whichever your platform is. And I do, uh, as you explained, Hannah, I do have upcoming uh, free workshops on purpose, passion, prosperity uh, regularly. And I have quarterly uh, one day and two day events that we go deeper into heart-centered sales, into the art of transformative coaching, into uh, building your signature talk. So uh, different resources to support what my mastermind and uh, audience needs at different times throughout the year. Brilliant. Thank you so much for creating the time and space to share all of your wisdom with us. This has been a treat. It's been awesome. Thank you so much. Okay, so after all that talk, you and I both know that action brings clarity. So here's what to do next. Go to www.dfycopywriting.org slash free to get your current marketing appraised by the Done For You Marketing team. That's us. We want to help you lay all the puzzle pieces of your brand and business on the table so you can see exactly where you're totally on point with your messaging and where you need to zhuzh it up to get you even better results and more clients. And if you got a gem out of this episode specifically, please let us know. Screenshot, share to Instagram and tag Hannah Hermanson underscore and make sure all of your biz besties know about this episode. Lastly, if you're getting consistent value from our show, please take two minutes to leave us a review and let us know what you're loving and what you love to see more of. We love seeing you and we'll be back here next week with another episode.